The Arch Publications Podcast. I'm Katie O'Regan and you are listening to Arch Publications Podcast, where I get to chat to local businesses and find out what they've been up to. But also, I'm so interested in people and I am very interested in this lady. I'd like to introduce you to Joe Nichols, who is the owner of a Congleton-based funeral director called Three Shires. Oh, I have so many questions because funeral directors aren't necessarily people that you get to talk to unless you're in a situation where some tragedy or something's happened. So firstly, just give us a little bit of history about how you got into this career. I lost my father when I was very young and then sort of carried on a few years and lost my mum very suddenly. And I remember sitting in the uh, funeral directors having a chat and I said, I want to do this job. I can do this job. Oh no, women, women, no, no, no. You'll you'll never get a you'll never get into it. So yeah, that's a red rag to a bull. So I went to a local independent who I knew and I did a little bit of work experience and then I applied for a job with the um, one of the big nationals and got taken on worked my way up through the levels did car washing floor washing anything until I got to funeral director so when you say worked your way up when you mentioned car washing what are the levels what sort of roles are there within a funeral directors that you have to get experience in I just have no idea it's like you, you are these places that are often sort of peaceful and uh, they are something that a place where everybody will go to but they're a bit of a mystery so what are the levels within the business basically I say I started at the bottom so it was going out on a funeral and bearing shouldering a coffin in or just taking it in on a, a wheel beer all sorts of jobs really washing the funeral home down mopping floors making brews you name it we did it it just you just slowly but surely you go move on to the next one one of the funeral directors went off on maternity leave so I stood in for her and then yeah it just carried on so what was the stage where you decided to set up on your own then how long had you been doing it for I'd been doing it about 15 years I would say and I just decided I could not sit in front of a family for any longer and charge them a small fortune for something that I knew didn't cost that much and I wasn't allowed to spend the time with people Mm. and the time is what people needed You know, you, you weren't restricted to an hour, you know, and you'd be getting phone calls. You need to get back to the office. You need to do this. You need to do that. It wasn't right. So, yeah, I just set the wheels in motion, so to speak. And is it an expensive business to kind of get started? Yes, it's not the cheapest. <laughs> it's not the cheapest. But we, we've done it, you know. It, it's not been easy. I mean, the, the, when I set up in Moody Street, that was a bit more basic. Whereas moving to Worrell Street now, it's all singing, all dancing and I'm proud to show people around and, you know. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons why I've come to chat with you because you recently moved, like literally a month ago, to this new location, which is obviously you just mentioned Worrell Street and it's a bigger location. You've got parking directly outside. What facilities have you got here then? Uh, I've got a, a, I had them all before, but now I've got a mortuary that's large, it's airy, it's, yeah, it's just fabulous. Big office. I've also got, and this is is a bit one of a, a breaking news, for you we've also got a small chapel to hold services in 
Um, So if anybody's got a funeral that might be a direct cremation, but they feel they need to have a service, but the the loved ones didn't want it, we can have it here. We can have probably between 20 and 30 to push, but yeah. Is that any denomination then? Yeah, whatever whatever religion or denomination, whatever you want. So you can bring in like your own religious person to hold the service? Absolutely. Oh, wow. Yeah. And how do you do that? How does it have to be like blessed or something i don't know is it no it will be blessed we haven't done it yet but there will be um an open day um hopefully middle of december if we can fit it in with christmas shopping for everybody but yeah that's that's in the in the pipeline at the moment so i wonder do you find it difficult because you are dealing with a time in people's lives when they are at their lowest very often how do you cope with dealing with those people when you meet people cope with the job satisfaction I think just knowing that you you've helped them through what you said before nobody knows what goes on in funeral homes Mm. nobody wants to know and with good reason but we help people we make the journey for their loved ones as easy as possible yeah you know no matter how far out their wishes might be we try and accommodate them and fit them all in for them do you think we should have a better view of funeral homes then and death in in general absolutely yeah absolutely yeah nothing to be scared of and yeah you should you should be spending that time with your loved ones and if you want to sit with them in the chapel arrest you can spend all day it's not supposed to be behind closed doors. It's just been made that way. Yeah, it's, my my mum ha, had a an absolute fear of death, and she started going to a death cafe mm-hmm. in Sandbach. Yep, and they do have them. In, they have had them in Congleton, haven't they? Yeah, they've been they've been dotted around now. They're getting very popular. And what, have you ever been to one? I I've been to a couple. Have yes. you? Yeah. And so yeah. what what happens at them? You talk about dying whatever you want to yeah right death or the loss of a loved one yeah anything to make it a little bit easier yeah so we shouldn't all be it's kind of like uh, the elephant in the room totally you know yeah, something totally. that, I mean I am very frightened of it just I think it's because I like to be in control and knowing what's going to happen mm-hmm. and nobody knows what happens afterwards do we no, so no we don't it's it, getting it getting your head round the what feels like an abyss is really scary to me and I think that's probably why we we always feel uh, quite trauma we feel traumatized when we lose people is because we don't know where they've gone no no we don't we'll we'll never know that until we get there but have you had some really hard conversations with people about death then there's been a few difficult ones yeah yeah you you know you you can't tell them it's going to be all right you don't know it's going to be all right and it's that journey just to try and make them feel more comfortable Mm. with what's happening we can only do what we can see on this side yeah that's very true yeah if we can make this side easier then i'd like to say that's the job done but it isn't because you're always there for the the family the loved one afterwards i imagine that you get a phone call saying that you obviously you know my my partner my husband my you know whoever has passed away what happens then what's the journey you take them on journey you take them on is basically you have a conversation with them briefly on the phone um we get together we make sure all we know exactly what they want we go to wherever the loved ones passed away 
if it's the hospital obviously there's certain procedures there you've got to sign a release note so we can fetch them into our care if it's at their own home we have to wait for a doctor to come to certify that the death yes has, has you know taken place before we can actually go in so there is a fair bit but it's uh, it's quite urgent though isn't it it's, yes it's, oh yeah yeah because um it's not like you sometimes you don't know do you because talking about the doctor thing that's like a sudden death isn't it if they haven't seen a doctor for a period of time and so if it's been an expected death and they've passed away at home the doctor still has to come can oh, be okay. also be a district district nurse or an ambulance paramedic can certify the death which just basically means there's nothing suspicious mm-hmm. then we can go and fetch them into our care Right, okay. Yeah, if it's a sudden death, then obviously... The coroner gets involved. Yeah, the police come, the coroner's involved, they go to the hospital, obviously. Coroner decides whether it's going to be a post-mortem or if it's just going to be a natural death. Yeah. What stage they go through. Same with a nursing home. Right. Sometimes you, you know, have unexpected deaths. Most of the time, it's expected. Yeah. If they've passed away in the hospital, there's procedures there you have to go through. You have to notify the hospital that it's going to be a cremation or a burial so that they can do the correct paperwork that side. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's there's a few a few steps to go through. Is it expensive? <laughs> it can be. It can okay. be. It's as expensive as you want. Okay. So uh, you hear a lot now about funeral plans. So how do they work then? Basically, you put your wishes down. The costing is worked out, and then you either pay for your funeral there and then. You can pay it in instalments. And that's something that you can do as well, is it? Yeah. It is. Okay. So yeah. somebody now is thinking, well, I don't I don't want my children to have to worry about you know the cost of my funeral they can yeah. come and see you yeah and they can get it all in place now they put it all in place it's not actually through me i don't i'm not a you know a financial person it's through a company called open right um, very good and yeah you, your wishes are there and then we carry out your funeral when so the time if, comes. if you wanted something you know like um uh, my mum has mentioned getting a bamboo casket because yeah. they're really good aren't they <laughs> they are yeah okay. e- eco-friendly <laughs> okay so you could um get if you wanted that or uh, i'd like to be buried in um the local churchyard i don't know how that's done but maybe that i could come to you and say let's get that yeah sorted. you can you've got to be within the parish uh, there's got to be room in the churchyard still oh, okay yes. and is it expensive it varies it totally varies from i mean whichever church they're all a similar amount mm. if you go to the local cemetery it's a bit more expensive and Depending you have on. like an arrange do you have like a range of uh, caskets and things like yes. that then you can show people yes and yeah. what about uh, headstones and things like that? Do you or can you organise that for I people? I can sort. Yeah, I can. I can certainly do that side of it as well. Okay, and um, I have noticed recently sort of in the last 10 years there's some really beautiful places to be cremated because I have oh, definitely. really terrible memories of because my family from Stockport being in Stockport crematorium and being from very young to, you know till very till very recently like people who are really close to me like my grandmas um, going into Stockport crematorium and the building it felt like the walls were like sepia it was just and the casket being taken away behind the curtains 
it's, it actually traumatises yeah. me. It's not like that anymore, is it? No, absolutely not. There are some absolutely stunningly beautiful crematoriums around mm. and not far away from us, yeah. which is good. I want to go and have a look around. We've talked about this before. Yeah. Oh, you can do that. Yeah, I'd love to go and have a look around. There's an, isn't there a new one in Northwich? There's two new There's ones. There's two, two rarely, relatively new ones in Northwich within about a mile of each other. You've got the Vale Royal and then you've got the Birches. And are they the closest ones to here that are probably the nicest ones? Or Yeah, I mean, obviously Macclesfield's... The distances between them, it's it's minimal. Right. Really is minimal, so, yeah. Let's do it then. Let's right, it's a date. A date. <laughs> a date looking around a, a crematorium. I've actually followed them on Instagram. The birches? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and see all the flowers. Yeah. And the, the birds. Yeah, it's yeah. so beautiful. So what have you got planned then? You talked about having an open day to show your new venue off on, on um, Worrell Street. We've got horse drawns coming. We've hopefully Ooh. got motorcycles, sidecars, limousines. Oh wow! Everything to have a look, bit of a, a mooch about and see what what's on offer. Really, oh, I, I have to ask you, and I don't know whether there is a conflict. You know, like if you're a doctor, you sign a Hippocratic oath. But what's been the most eccentric funeral you've ever done or been involved in? Um, <laughs> possibly the lady wanted to stay at home. She didn't want to come you know into my care which was fine mm. and we did it and she was buried on her own land beautiful beautiful service in a teepee but <laughs> but and it wasn't her fault the weather was absolutely atrocious and uh. we we all had to wear wellies i bet i bet she would have loved that oh she would have done she would have been laughing yeah she would have been absolutely yeah uh, rolling on the ground because it was you know, we were trying not to slip and... Yeah. yeah. But what's great about that is it is... We, she did her mm. and um, that's... It's so beautiful that that she said, right, you know, I don't want everyone to wear black. I want to do me. Yep. I want to do... I, I lived this life and I want everyone to enjoy. Absolutely. And strangely enough, we'd planned her funeral about 18 months before at a death cafe. Wow. Yeah. And I literally had her notes in front of me while we were we were sorting everything out so it was amazing i need to sit down with you and go through what i want because i've chosen the songs i want and i try and love it yeah but mine change all the time no mine (laughs) uh, mine don't honestly like literally i want al green let's stay together and uh desiree i'm kissing you oh wow i've not heard of that one (laughs) it's on romeo and juliet Ah, (laughs) okay i like it it's a new one um so, uh, have you got any? Is there just you at the moment? Have you got any more? Pla- as the funeral director, have you got plans to recruit other people? Yeah, they're all obviously the husband helps. Yeah, that's him, the husband. He helps a lot. And you have somebody employed to do the mortuary side then? I have. Um, when embalming is required, the embalmer comes in. We have a trade embalmer that comes and does it. It's something that I I don't do. And what about preparing people if they have an open casket? Is that something that you do? I can do all that side of things, everything. Yeah, wow. it's just when it comes to the actual embalming itself that, yeah. you know, somebody comes in to do that for me. I have to just quickly ask, why would you be embalmed? What does that mean? Embalming, it's... Gosh, it's, it comes under all sorts of different names, but usually it is a preservative. Okay. Um, yeah, and, I mean, some people call it hygienic treatment, a name that I don't like. Oh, no, um, that sounds awful. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Um, but, yeah, it's just... Certainly if they've been in an accident, then, you know, the embalmers are very good at uh, working magic, basically, to right. 
and yeah. make them look as best as they can. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's a it's a treatment. If it's not needed, we don't do it. Okay. But if it's needed, then it's needed. It's not something we take lightly. Right. So yeah. Well, I have to say, I could talk to you all day about this, and I think it's because it's like it's when someone says when you're going through the chippy and it's got says do not touch hot. You have to touch it. You have you to do. touch it. And I feel like you're, I need to touch you <laughs> because I'm so interested in, in the job. I always had this desire to want to do it because I really like to help people. Yeah. And oh, I, definitely. And and you're definitely, you, I can sense you are, I'm, you know, we know each other anyway, and I know that you're a kind person and I you can tell that you want to help people. So if people have got any questions about death or about how, how to plan their funeral or about about the things that they can do they just need to pick up the phone to you don't they They do or come in have a cup of coffee or a cup of tea it's you know we're always here okay the, the that's door great. is open well it's been wonderful talking to you thank, thank you, you very much well, thank you very much business insights with arch publications hosted by katie o'regan